Hi, I'm Sarah Hart. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about motorways. We're going to talk about eight key points. The first one being what actually is a motorway, who can use it, speed, signs and markings, use of lanes and observations, overtaking, joining and leaving, and what to do in an emergency. So let's start at the beginning with what actually is a motorway. The first point is that basically a motorway is a road designed for fast travel and long journeys, so faster speeds and longer distances. The next one is who can and can't use it. The rules about motorways are that no pedestrians may uh, use the motorway uh, and also no cyclists, so that varies slightly from dual carriageways, so no cyclists. And the other difference is that the only time a learner driver can use a motorway is when they're accompanied by a qualified approved driving instructor, an ADI. So you may not take your learner on the motorway unless you're a qualified uh, ADI. Let's talk about speed. Much as the same as dual carriageways, if we see a national speed limit on a motorway, the speed limit is going to be 70 but very often motorways have a reduced speed limit for various reasons, such as uh, heavy traffic, uh, junctions, congestion. So unless you see a different speed limit, if you see the national speed limit is actually 70. Point four, uh, signs and markings. So the road signs on a motorway are white with a blue background, uh, and that relates always to motorways, blue signs really. Uh, but there's a few key signs that you need to be aware of, and you can find these in the link that are on the notes behind this podcast, uh, and they're the highway code uh, rules. But one of the main uh, signs that you need to be aware of is what we call the overhead gantry, and that's the sort of bridge that goes across the top of the motorway with signs on it. And if you were to see a red cross above the lane that you're traveling in, that means you must get out of that lane. That lane is closed. You cannot proceed underneath the Red Cross. So you've either got to stop or get out of that lane to carry on with your journey. And the other uh, marker that's very useful, and there are lots of them, but this is just one or two that we thought we'd mention, are the countdown markers. So if you're looking to get off at a slip road, you're going to exit the, the motorway, uh, you will be given uh, signs well in advance, usually um, a mile and then half a mile. Uh, and then you'll get the 300, 200, 100 yard markers, which are three slashes, two slashes, one slash. So you need to make sure you're in the left lane ready to exit the dual carriage, uh, the motorway at that point. Number five. Let's talk about lanes, use and observation. So as our normal rules in England, in the UK, we drive on the left. So at all times, we'd be traveling along in the left-hand lane unless there was a good reason to use another lane. So if you needed to overtake, then you'd get out into the perhaps the middle lane. And if you wanted to overtake traffic in the middle lane, then you move out into the far right-hand lane. One of the things is it's really critical is that you really observe very carefully before changing lanes on a motorway. And the reason for that is that if you're in the middle lane, uh, you could have somebody coming into your lane from the left or the right. Or if you were moving into the middle lane from the left or the right, somebody else might also be moving into that middle lane. So it's really, really critical that you use your mirrors and make sure it's safe before you change lanes and obviously with a signal as well. 
again with overtaking point number six uh, it's much the same as dual carriageways make sure that you check your mirrors so your rear view and your right door mirror and a glance just to your right not behind you not over your shoulder um, but a glance to the right before signaling and moving lanes and make sure you take another last look in your door mirror before before changing lanes to overtake and plan ahead because a busy motorway you know it can get congested and you can find if you don't move out early enough you're the vehicle that's blocked in behind the slow moving lorry so plan well ahead and give yourself plenty of time to change lanes and of course, once you've overtaken the vehicle, providing you're not needing to stay out to overtake the next one, if you're moving back into the left, make sure that you see the vehicle you've overtaken in your rear view mirror before you move back into the left with a signal. And that will make sure that you don't cut in front of them too closely. Point number seven, joining and leaving motorways. Mostly we're going to join and leave a motorway via a slip road. Um, and again, as per the discussion on dual carriageways, slip roads are intended to help you build your speed so that you match the speed of the cars on the motorway so that you can join smoothly. Don't change lanes on the slip road. So if you're in the right hand lane on the slip, stay in the right hand lane. The other ways of uh, joining motorways are when you go from one motorway to another, they'll merge uh, and then you find yourself on the, the new motorway. Or it might be that the motorway develops from an A road and again you will be given signs to let you know that you are now joining a motorway. Let's talk about number eight, that's emergencies. The only time you should stop on a motorway is if in an emergency or if you're told to do so by a police officer or a highway officer, or if you're told to do so by signs. On very rare occasions, you'll see all of the gantries with a red X over them. So every single lane is closed. And that indicates that you cannot travel any further on the motor. You would need to stop. Um, but basically, if you have a breakdown, uh, your car breaks down, you need to get into the hard shoulder. If you're on a motorway with a hard shoulder, get over as far to the left as you can, turn your engine off, or it may have already stopped, turn your steering wheel to the left so that your wheels are steering towards the verge, and put your hazard lights on. Exit the car to the left so you're keeping away from the moving traffic, and get away from the car as far as you can, probably over the metal barrier and up the bank, and keep to the front of your car so that you are um, protected by your car, so you're not putting yourself at risk um, from the moving traffic. Um, don't try and do any repairs, and don't put out a warning triangle. So those are the main things to try and keep you safe in the event of a, a breakdown, uh, and obviously call for help. So those are the main points. Um, there are some links on the notes behind the podcast. And I suppose we should mention briefly smart motorways. These are motorways um, that are designed to keep the flow of traffic moving and they're operated by a traffic management system. The smart motorways don't have hard shoulders. What they do have is they have ret refuge uh, areas that in the event of a breakdown, if you can get yourself to that refuge area, then you can call for help from the telephone that's there. Just to conclude the discussion on motorways, um, if you imagine a, a learner driver has just passed their driving test and the next thing they do, they go onto a motorway um, for the first time uh, and they're on their own, they've got nobody sitting next to them. The whole volume and size and scale of motorways for them can be completely overwhelming if they've had no practice. 
It's all about the speed of the cars around them, the volume of traffic, the amount of lanes. So, you know, we would certainly recommend that the learners during their training get an opportunity with their ADI to go onto a motorway uh, and practice safely with a qualified instructor with dual controls. Failing that, um, I would certainly recommend a post-test motorway session. I've done quite a few of these um, with uh, learners that have passed their test um, and they have found it really really valuable to give them the experience and confidence that when they go on the motorway for the first time on their own they know what to expect and how to deal with it safely so i hope this has been of use and as always please feel free to contact us if you have any questions